I was gonna do an ASMR opening, but I, I decided <laughs> that against sucks. It. Don't do that. No. <laughs> you're now listening to KMRO FM Camaro Channel. Hey, hey there, listener. You're listening. Oh, that sucks. Nope. <laughs> Canceled. Off. I'm done. I'm bad. On the on the like sleeve of the. Microphone. Oh, rancid. <laughs> Welcome to KMRO FM's Crinkly Paper Emporium, where we crinkle paper. Yeah, direct into your ears. Uh, <laughs> that's my. We, I shouldn't have done that. I just grabbed the nearest piece of paper to me, and it's the speeding ticket that I got last week. <laughs> well, if you know, if you make an ASMR video with the speeding ticket, it might end up paying for itself if you have the right uh, setup and the mm-hmm. right voice. You could, you could like, you could like pay that ticket off and then some with, mm-hmm. uh, with that. Um. <laughs> Listeners, go to my YouTube channel, Argyle AS- ASMR Guile. ASMR Guile, yeah, where I, uh, please help me pay off my speeding ticket. It's only $350. Red Skin to the Claw. Kamarocha Radio Yakuza Podcast, I just want to say very quickly uh, that I just want to say very quickly that Michelangelo fights with nunchucks, Raphael fights with Sai, Donatello fights with the bow staff, and Leonardo fights with, with two swords. We sa- I said it. Uh, we, we, we did it. We're in it. Hey, Argyle, did you, see, did you hear what I did? You are now listening to KMRO FM, aka Kamarocha Radio. I'm your host, Argyle, and with me as always I, is Jordan. Do you want to know my secret? <laughs> What's your secret? <laughs> Tell me your methodology. I was looking at a picture. That's you, fucker. You no, that doesn't count. You can't. It doesn't count. I I will say that I looked up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and uh, the first good picture of all of them is from Wikifer. So that's like the. F- I mean, there's like some comic book ones, and like the ones where they have human lips. Mm. Those are bad. But there's one where they're all like posing with their weapons, and they, you can see the belts with their first initials on them that mm-hmm. helps a lot yeah i think everyone should wear a belt with your first initial everyone should wear a belt with the letter of their first name on it i think it would help or some accessory you know you, you can go for the donkey kong the dk on the tie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dk tie yeah you can wear a tie or you can wear a belt or you can wear a name tag and those are and everyone it's legally required that everyone wear and if you're doing the those... Diddy Kong where it says Nintendo on your cap, you should be executed. That's that's uh-huh. false advertisement. Yeah. That's true. His name is not Nintendo. Yeah. Just an His objective name is Diddy fact. Kong. Does does Diddy Kong know he's in a video game? What is the implication is he, of that? Is, yeah, is he aware of his gods, Nintendo? <laughs> like, what is the implication of that? I never thought about this before because I mean, it's not like the the Donkey Kong level of cognition changes from from lore to lore like in the cartoon they're fully sentient and they're like living their lives but in the games they i mean they really mostly behave like monkeys but with like some gadgets and gizmos mm-hmm. so is like what can diddy kong feel can diddy kong think does diddy kong have a soul i think that i mean they're absolutely sentient they have houses and and yeah technology. but like diddy kong has but a, like they a don't jetpack what level? Of, but like, what level of intelligence in the game do they show? 
Like, does Donkey Kong ever, like, does Donkey Kong ever pass the mirror test in the game, in the middle of the game? They celebrate ever holidays in... with each other. They have birthdays. Does he ever look and... into a mirror and say, I am Donkey Kong and point no, at himself? No, because he doesn't speak English, but, like, he he can communicate in, in gorilla to, to, or Kongese to, to the other apes and say, I'm Donkey Kong. I don't Kong. fucking That's buy it, Argyle. I need to see that monkey pass the mirror test right the fuck now. Otherwise, I'm not pay- paying for any more video games. Uh, hey, listeners, this chapter is what is uh, is two scenes and a long battle, and it's forty five yeah, minutes we're, long. Yeah, we're 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 trying to pad this one out, folks, because it's gonna be a. Oh, short I don't think it needs we... to be padded. I think it, I think it can be a short oh, one. Yeah. I think you know sometimes you sometimes, sometimes you sit down, you wanna you wanna you have a thirty minute yeah, podcast. A yeah, you wanna have a thirty minute podcast. This is chapter eight of Yakuza Three, uh, titled either Men and Plots. If or, you're playing on PS3. Or if you're playing the remaster, it is Chapter 8, Conspirators. V- much better name. Uh, also not really appropriately titled for the chapter, I guess. It should be called... <laughs> it should just be called Beautiful Eyes. <laughs> it should be called that, that. is the one good thing. That is the one good part of this chapter is that Beautiful Eyes is in it. And mm-hmm. I, I love that. Iconic, it's, iconic moment. It's a good moment. Um, So we begin... Our chapter uh, in Majima's slash Kage's super special room. Um, and Majima's basically, this is the Hamazaki hour. This is where we find out how Hamazaki, a uh, low level shit, uh, was able to like take over Yokohama by himself. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. that he, it's that he didn't. It's that he didn't. You're talking to Majima and he's like, yeah, Hamazaki is the one that hooked me up with uh, Master Suzuki. Uh, and kind of gave the construction deal over to me. I thought it was a little weird, but I was like, eh, whatever, it can make me a lot of money. Um, but I also think that Hamazaki is the one that leaked that photo of me with Suzuki, because if that gets out, then me and Suzuki are out of the picture, and Hamazaki can just swoop up on the deal and just take it all I don't understand the issue with, with what's going to happen to Majima. He's a fucking criminal. What are they going to do? <laughs> Arrest him? Yeah, for doing crime. He does crime for a living. He's a criminal. It's his job. It's what's on his business well, yeah, card. But, yeah, but they, they've found him doing crime with a politician. They found him sitting in a room with a politician. Mm-hmm. I can sit in a room with... I can, I, can, I can sit at a table with a person and not be associated with every single uh, crime they've done. I mean, it wouldn't maybe be a good look. We're just eating a pleasant dinner together, you know? We're, we're I can eating... be... If I sit down for dinner with my good friend, Minister Suzuki... If I go to Olive Garden with the Minister of Defense, it's not... If I go to Olive Garden with illegal. Henry Kissinger, if I sit down at a table with Henry Kissinger, you know what? I think I'm disproving my own point literally right now. <laughs> if I sit down for a lovely meal with my best friend, what? Henry Kissinger... If, if I... <laughs> If I go to a senator's game with Henry Kissinger, if I sit down at a baseball game with George W. Bush, does that make me complicit for his war crimes? No. But does it make no. it a, is it a good look for it me? I mean, we can't be friends. <laughs> I think that even though I am a popular talk show host um, and he is a notorious war criminal who caused millions of people of, of uh, countless untold human suffering and misery. I think I should be allowed to sit down and enjoy a ball game with him, and I think that's my right, and Majima can do the same. You should see how many hot dogs Henry Kissinger can eat in, like, He's a real glizzy gulper. Mm Mm-hmm. He's the throat goat. Like, Joey Chestnut before (laughs) Joey Chestnut. He's a little past his prime now. Like, obviously Joey Chestnut would be him today, but if, if we could get a time machine, you know... 
Henry a lot of people would. don't know this about Henry Kissinger. The man's got no gag reflex. Hang. And the reason I know this is because if he if he did, <laughs> he would constantly be vomiting at his own actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hank, mm-hmm. and you know that, that's what I call him. You know, because I'm close to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're uh, all good ba- friends back with in him. his day. You know, he he could really throw him back. <laughs> he could really, you know, he put him away like one, two, three, four, just like one per like ten seconds. He crushed that dog. Mm-hmm. So. Literally out of nowhere, Kiryu and Majima descended to the gamer cave. Um, yeah, like uh, just, there's no like just hear the prompting of voice, it. and he's like, ah, blah, blah. I, I don't even come remember to my gamer says. cave. Come into my uh, gamer cave, but you missed me. And then they go into the they go into the gamer cave, and the florist mm-hmm. is there, and he's just he's he's basically just li- I mean he already lived here, but now he he lives here again. <laughs> now um, he has to pay rent to Majima. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How much do you think Majima's charging him? He's got to uh, be gouging this man. Oh, like, yeah. Like, holy yeah. shit. Like, I'm, I'm talking, like, maybe 50 million yen a month. Oh, absolutely. I mean, something I was really thinking about this week is we get, we get like, really close-up shots of the camera angles that the floor's setup gets. And none of them make any sense as to how, <laughs> like, you can yeah. see the words of a book that a person is reading mm-hmm. like <laughs> i can't they, explain they have it such high definition cameras mm-hmm. so in, the floor is just 2009 yeah. that were set up in like the 90s mm-hmm. maybe he's got his uh, boys upgrading them all the time yeah i guess so so the florist has been here and he's borrowing space from majima in the gamer cave and uh and the they just like fully kicked him out of the millennium tower after what happened a couple years ago yeah. I don't know. He does. They don't. I don't, I don't know if he still like works two for things. the police or not. But he's yeah. not in the Millennium Tower anymore. In any case, yes. One of the first things. So he explains that. Uh, he explains that the the uh, uh, bad news, everybody. The Snake Flower Triad from Yakuza One is back. Yeah, remember um, Lao Long? The, speaking of the first of many um, impossible pictures, is a close up <laughs> chest up from the chest up shot. Of Hamazaki and Lao Kalong shaking hands as if it was taken by a person <laughs> the, standing yeah. two feet away. Like, what is this camera? Mm-hmm. Uh, but but apparently the idea we, we go is... straight from that into an, another another photo mm-hmm. of them sitting at a table with a pile of papers, and then Q's like, "Well, okay, what am I looking at here?" And the floor says, "Enhance, zoom." Yeah, he uh, zooms and... in, and you can see what's written on the paper. Yeah, and, and and what it is like, yeah, is, this is a contract between Hamazaki and the Snake Flower Triad to like cut them in on the resort deal. What what they were doing is uh, so it turns out that like Hamazaki seized power in Yokohama. Oh yeah, also the picture of them at the table together, it's like right over Lao Kalong's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this camera? Where, it's right behind where are him. They? Where are they? Um, so I guess the idea is that the snake flower triad basically like made an agreement between this low level garbage family that no one gave a shit about Mm -hmm. and then helped them take over Yokohama. And I believe the plan was to build the resort and then put like a giant illegal underground casino in it for no reason. Yes, that's exactly it. Like they, they are behind, uh, Hamazaki's rise to power in the Tojo clan and in exchange, he's going to cut them in on the resort deal, but also have, uh, yeah, a giant illegal casino built under the resort that the Snake Flower Triad. I don't run. understand why this is such a high priority for uh, for 
for Lao Kal. I mean, we learn later the real motivation, but mm-hmm. I just think it's a really funny, like, addendum to their plan. Like, the, the resort is already going to make them money, presumably. So I don't know why the Snake Flower Triad needs to add a secret <laughs> crime room at the bottom of it, just for, for good measure, I guess. You can't not have a crime room in there. Look, I guess we've so. got constru- control over the construction uh, project. We might as well. But, like... Underground crime rooms are such a dime a dozen in this world. It's like one of the main things that you can find in every yeah, single you re- game. Is- you really got to check your zoning on that. It's like digging underground for instead of like dig- finding gas lines or anything underground in mm-hmm. the Yakuza world, you just have to look out for other underground like fighting rings, casinos, things of that nature. When uh, when Elon tries to build his uh, Okinawan loop. He's really mm-hmm. going to have trouble when he runs in. When he tries to build the one in uh, Osaka and he runs into the bed of sticks, ain't that going to be ah, so awkward. Um, so, yeah, we we then see uh, just, like, lots of snake flower triad guys walking down the streets of Kamurocho. Because there's guys like, boss, we got some trouble, boss. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, a whole crew of... Uh, of boys. Oh, also, sorry. Uh, the florist also says, "Hey, also, by the way, uh, there's a Daigo is connected to this again, and also uh, da- Daigo this- like came to me a year ago saying that yeah. uh, he he thinks there's a traitor in the Tojo clan and he wanted me to look in on it. And I found out that it's it might be Hamazaki. I got some info on him. I found these pictures, but I don't. I mm. still don't really know for sure if Hamazaki's the one that planned to shoot Daigo and Kashiwagi." But I did find out someone was involved. It's this guy. And then he pulls up Kazuma uh, Shintaro mm-hmm. dot, dot JPEG. Yeah, um, he's wearing, he was wearing sunglasses. Yeah, so to, to show that he's not Kazuma. Because Kazuma would never. Kazuma mm-hmm. gave absolutely... This dude is in a suit and sunglasses. And Kazuma would never put any le- amount of effort into his per- his uh, looks. Mm-hmm. Kazuma would be wearing like gym shorts and a, and a t-shirt in this picture. Sweatpants. As yeah, sweatpants. We, we said, uh, Kiryu for no reason. Like he, he, we know he, he sees the picture and he pulls out Saki's drawing and looks at it to show the audience that they're the same person, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as yes. if he needed to look at it again. Yeah, and then that's when uh, one of Kage's lackeys is like, "Oh, boss, it's happening again. <laughs> the city's being overrun again." Oh no, this is oh, just da- like oh, last year and the year before that. It happens every year. It's a tradition. It's basically a parade every year mm-hmm. where a different gang takes to the street. Sometimes it's the Jingwan Mafia. Sometimes it's the Omi Alliance. Sometimes it's the Snake Flower Triad. All the kids are there on the side of the street like, oh, my God, it's Lao Ka Long. This is Give so us some cool. candy, mister. Come on. Lao Ka Long then p- pulls out Rikia.jpg and uh, the camera is so close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the this camera, one really, you can I, see. I really had like a hard time with this one. He's. Holding like a Polaroid of Rikia. Yeah, this is another you, one of these like glossy like headshots that we had in the uh, how couple chapters they, ago. How are they getting a shot of the picture that he's holding? Like, where are these cameras? I do love that everyone owns a glossy headshot of Rikia. Mm-hmm. I would love to have one. Me too. Um, so now we have to deal with this, and uh, this is basically the rest of the chapter. <laughs> Kiryu calls Riki on the phone, and Riki is like, "Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, hey, Aniki, I'm loving I, it. You, you were gone. You were gone when I woke up, so I just decided to go out and see the sights, you know. Uh, and then, oh, gah, ah, gah, ah, I'm being kidnapped. Bye. 
<laughs> sounds of parentheses sounds of muffling kid sounds of kidnap uh, happenings. <laughs> he says Gagu and then he hangs up. The he phone. does say Gagu. Um, and now Kiri's like, okay, gotta do, deal this, deal with this. Uh, the intense "Don't do any sub stories" music starts playing. Yes, um, so we're not doing any we sub stories this week. Well, we can't do any sub stories this week. Yeah, we, um, we can't but, because if we leave. Uh, but one very important thing before we leave is that you know our our best friend, our our, our special boy, our our sweet sweet little guy has been kidnapped. Uh, but don't you worry because Nishida's here to tell you that you may use the fighting <laughs> ring whenever you so choose. Yeah, we Kiryu, saw you wait. fighting the boss, and we, we just couldn't resist the temptation to open it back up, for real. Kiryu's like, hmm, I know I, I, know, I know I have to do things right now, but uh, maybe just a little bit of fighting. The I gotta go to fight. fight Gary Buster Holmes. I could again. fight my best friend Gary Buster Holmes again. No. Uh, so you leave the sh- uh, is the here? No? <laughs> no deal then. Yeah, I'm not going to fight anyone. I'm not going to. I'm only fighting Gary Buster Holmes or the big, funny Italian man with an axe. Um, he's so Brazilian, you leave. thank you. Oh, he's Brazilian? I'm I think sorry. so. Oh. Uh, so you leave the construct. you go out of Purgatory, you leave the construction site. Um, the game says, do you want to, are you sure you want to leave and do the big fight? And then I'm like, well, I mean, I got, you gotta, so. I gotta get uh, to Popo somehow. You gotta get to Popo somehow. He's gotta, he's gotta run out for some beers. Um, and then this, the rest of the chapter is basically a long battle slash boss yeah. fight. That's you fight your it. way through the streets of uh, Camarocho. I mean, it's a fi- it's like fine. I like yeah, no, I like it's, it. It's not a bad like I I am always no. welcoming to long battles. Um, yeah, this and I like long battles. Like them take... being like, hey, remember that one from the end of Yakuza Two, which on the PS Two had a lot of loading screens and like uh, yeah. transition screens. Now we don't because this that. one's a little bit. This one's actually pretty pretty like, yeah, and it's got some like good uh, mini bosses cinematics in it. And, yeah. Cinematics. There's a chase scene in it, which is kind of cool. Um, oh, the chase battle kind of sucks because you have to f- chase them through the champion through district. fucking champion district. I know <laughs> it's really tight, but um, yeah, I mean, there's not a, a ton to talk about. It's just a, a pretty decent long battle. Yeah, you, um, you beat up an number... officer and you ask him, "Hey, where's Lao Kalong?" <laughs> have... And and he says, Wait. "Oh, on a building and on uh, uh, Nakamichi Street." And and you say, "Okay, I'm going there now." And then you do another long battle to get there. See. This whole chapter is a long battle because once you get to the rooftop, it's a Lao Ka long battle. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? I like it. So, uh, so we uh, we make our way to the rooftop. We we'll just skip over everything. It's fine. That's like, by the way, that's like the, that's like the rest of the chapter. That's like twenty um, minutes of gameplay. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of game. That's fine. You do fight a guy with a, a sword, and he he kind of wails at you. Um, and there's a lot of guys that I... like couch guys, well, bike guys. Now that we're in the open street, but this yeah. is really they, stretching. They carry the couches all the way from Yokohama. Uh, <laughs> this is this is really yeah. stretching the uh, like disbelief here because they're standing in the middle of a wide open street where it's just like I the love... only things blocking it are like civilians. I always love when uh, when you know they this fight happens and then I guess the Kamurocho Municipal Long Battle company comes out and puts up their barricades for no reason mm-hmm. like it's the fucking french revolution yeah yeah we we, uh, we we've moved the cars so that they're blocking certain streets we've got the barricades up we've we've deposited uh certain more weapons out in the open spears and such yeah by the way when uh when the florist is telling us about lao kalong 
Uh, he mentions, like, after your run-in with him, he survived. And I, I was, like, racking my brain. I thought about going back. I was like, did he get shot? Did he explode? Was there, like, something? I thought Kiryu just hit him a bunch and he fell over. <laughs> I didn't think anything happened to Lao Ka Long that would have made us think that he's and dead. Yakuza I thought one? Kiryu... Yeah. Yeah, no, I, get, I like... think Kiryu just, like, No, I think Kiryu just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Why is it... Why... The florist is, like, after your run-in, he actually survived and he dragged himself back to I China. I guess the presumption was, like, oh, the, the snake flower child will kill him for, you know, dis- oh, disgracing himself. For failing to kidnap a 10-year-old? Probably. Possibly. <laughs> it just... It just... I, I was like, oh, man, I mean... Like, if he had been shot in the face and then survived, that would be one thing. But Kiryu, like, beat the fuck out of him like he yeah, always does. Yeah, it would be, yeah. Like, if he got shot right in the middle of the forehead and, like, yeah. then came and back, survived that somehow. Would yeah, that would be dumb. Uh, so we get to the rooftop and Riki is there. <laughs> He's, like, the look on his face is more akin to bewilderment than fear. Huh, Kiryu, <laughs> huh? Hey, Ooh, what's going what? on? Hey. And they're literally going to cut his head off. <laughs> yeah, they've they've got him just like uh, you know, just restrained, and they've got a sword uh, on him. I gotta uh, say, though, Lau- they're Lau- actually Kalong. they're not on yeah. the building that you're on; they're on an adjacent. They're on the building. next roof over. Lao Ka Long is looking fresh. I don't remember if this was his outfit in the first game, but I, I love is, it. Yeah, he looked like a, exactly the same in the first game. He looked yes. exactly the same, but now mm. he's not in PS1 graphics, so I can appreciate his like mm. gold-trimmed white coat, purple shirt underneath, massive ponytail slicked back. He's just looking great. He does look he's good. He's looking good. He's looking cool. He's got a fucking cool scar on his face. Um, <laughs> a, a mark from the time Kiryu punched him or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shows off by doing a cool like jump flip from one yeah, just building like a to the standing other. spinning leap from from the building that he's on to the one that you're on. A real legend. Uh, and he he explains to Kiryu that actually the whole secret casino alliance with Hamazaki it's um, never about was, the money, Kiryu. It's just about I wanted to kick your ass. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get revenge. I just feel like there was an easier way to do this, Argyle. I have to be honest. Kiryu was not that hard to track down. He yeah. was just kind of he was just kind of on an island. Like not a tiny one, like a big one. People knew where he was. Well, I mean I think he presumably about... knew that Kiryu lived there because of the, <laughs> the Because of the resort deal the that deal, he was yeah. yeah, that he was a part of. Yeah, it seems like he probably could have just showed up at Kiryu's house. Maybe he was also like said, this is a, a multifold like plan of revenge. Like I'm going to take your life. Dismantle your life from you. Yeah. And yeah. Then also kill you. And also I'm gonna threaten your special boy because mm. because they only kidnapped Riki as bait. I'm gonna kill your I dog. just think if Lao Ka Long had showed up at the at the orphanage with his big big uh his big sword, I think that would have been all saved him a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And it would have been safer for him also, given the outcome of this event. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now we get a fight. It's time for uh, a boss fight. It's time for a boss fight. Boss fight uh, fucking sucks. sucks. It it's fucking a terrible sucks. boss fight. It's it, it, it's conceptually a pretty cool boss fight. Yeah, no, it's like in in uh, abstract. I like this boss fight a lot. Like right, like it, yeah. it's it's uh, three phases where he's using three very different he's, weapons. He's got like he he's got a, a he's got a guandao. Yeah, guandao, and then he moves to just like barehanded, and then he goes to the, the these claw weapons. 
Um, yeah. And it, you know, they all have like unique sets. They're very fun. And then you fight him, and he's just blocking the whole time. And then occasionally he'll do like a really he quick blocks attack everything. Of, a really quick attack out of his block that'll knock you down, and then you just. This get is up like and... the key problem with Yakuza Three is that the bosses just never stop. No one ever stops blocking in this game. So it was very, it's very frustrating, and I feel like this boss fight that could have been super cool just became like the biggest time waster. Yeah. I mean, it's it's in the like top five worst bosses in the series to me. Is the second second uh, Lao Ka Long fight? Yeah, it's like um, Yakuza Three really suffers from this, especially because it's like you gain heat really slowly. Like, uh, heat heat actions don't do that much damage against bosses, which is fine. But it's yeah. like, you, you gain it really slowly, you lose it really quickly, so, like, unless you're using, like, Tarners or Staminans, you're probably not going to be getting heat at yeah. all. Or, like, if um, you really focus on putting your levels into various abilities, then yeah. maybe. But, yeah. Um, I mean, also, it's just a... It's just... I, I have noticed something in replaying this, um, is that the quick step distance is ridiculous and you just do like weird donuts around people whenever you dodge and it, it's not very effective. And by the time you're done doing it, they have already turned around and are facing you again and you don't get any hits in. Yeah. That's not the first, first or la that's not the last time in the series, by the way, that a move, uh, takes too long and basically renders itself completely useless to you. And I can't wait to talk about it next game. Um, <laughs> I don't, I will say one. Character... Oh, I know which character you're talking. You know about. who I'm talking about. Yeah. I, know um, about. <laughs> I will say one, one good thing about this boss fight. Um, besides just like, you know, the concept is kind of cool. Uh, the like long quick time event exchange between Kiryu and Lao Ka Long with the like claws. And then he like blocks it and, and Lao Ka Long like, pops a knife out of he does the knife shoe trick and Kiryu oh, has yeah, to like yeah. Uh, yeah there's some cool shit in there that i liked a lot but but besides that this is a, a very tedious fight mm -hmm. uh, which sucks because i would like to have had a satisfying i mean i don't know why lao ka long is in this game i this is the thing is that i think that the snake flower triad is an aspect of the series that is so dumb because there was never any context for it in the first game and then no, it's just they like, always bring it back up. They're like, with. yeah, like this was the thing that I'm like, if I don't really want this because I don't care about them that much. But Sega at some point said they wanted to make a sequel to Yakuza 0. And uh, and I w was like, well, if they're doing it, they might as well like have the snake flower triad be a thing. But also I don't want that because I don't want more like funny racism bullshit in my Yakuza games mm -hmm. like they love to do. So. Actually, I don't want the Snake Flower Triad prequel game. I think I'm better if they just never mention them again, please. Yeah, Snake Flower, the Snake Flower Triad and Lao Ka Long in particular is like very much out of like a movie. Like it, it just feels like it an just old feels movie. like a plot from a yeah. It feels like a plot from like a like a Hong Kong action movie or something that is not. Like it's just is a from a different game. Why is this guy dressed like this in two thousand nine? Like what's going exactly. on? Exactly, like he looks like the villain from Black Dynamite. Like I, I, I know it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It's not. It's it's completely incongruous with like the rest of the story, which is a little, which is over the top, but mostly grounded. And then they bring in these people who are like the the Chinese triad, and they're all dressed in like this crazy over the top like outfits, and they have big swords and claws and knife shoes, like. This was the same problem with the Jingwan Mafia, but somehow it's, like, worse to me. It's more cartoonish than the Jingwan Mafia. It's so cartoonish. 
it sucks. Uh, and also the fight is bad. And also afterwards, uh, well, we should just we should just keep going because we're 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 just about like they still to the have end. like they still like even in like Yakuza Seven, it's like oh they all use Guandals and big uh, curved sabers and and shit, but yeah. it's like. I don't know. I feel like they humanized them more. It helps that one they, of them is they a definitely, party member. They definitely like, improved it to to a to a degree, and they definitely don't like make like I I said briefly. They don't make like offensive <laughs> kung fu sounds as they fight you, what? which is <laughs> well. Also, remember in Yakuza One, by the way, when there's that one fight where Kiryu goes to the to uh, to public park two and gets attacked by like seventeen guys, and they all have swords. <laughs> Yes. Oh my god. That god, fucking that killed funny. me that fight. Anyways, uh we beat Lao Ka Long. The Lao Ka Long battle is over. Yay. Um, Kiryu like begins to climb cuz the, cuz they're going to just cut Riki's head off. Um right in front of Kiryu. So he begins to climb the fence like a little gremlin boy. Yeah. A little, <laughs> and like Lao Ka Long's like, "Wait, man. hold on. You're not yeah, going nowhere." Yeah, and Lao Ka grabs onto his leg and it is so so funny to me. This guy is just like, no, <laughs> no, you're Grabs not going anywhere. Legs. Stop it. He, t- he tells them to cut off uh, Rikia's head. Uh, and Lao Ka Long is still grabbing onto his leg. And then you just, uh, you just hear two gunshots and both the dudes are dead mm-hmm. who are about to kill Rikia. And, and then, then, then we uh, look over uh, mm-hmm. on another rooftop. It's Kazuma. It's Kazuma. It's Kazuma. And or then Lao Ka Long says, hold on. You're Wait supposed a minute. to be dead. That man has beautiful eyes. Uh, and Kiryu's like, whoa, holy fuck. Whoa, shit. Whoa, what's going on? And then uh, another gunshot rings out. Uh, and uh, Lao Ka Long has been domed, right? Just Yeah, he shoots dead. Lao Ka Long right in the fucking brain. It really makes me... I, I The first time I watched played this game, I was like, man, that was like cult. Like, what, like, uh, like he just killed Lao Ka Long right in front of him. Uh, and now I'm playing the game... Like now, I'm watching, and and I'm my question is why did he kill Lao Ka Long? Not, he did not pose a threat. <laughs> he did not pose any threat. Like he killed the two guys that were gonna cut a guy's head off in front of him. That that's one thing. He why did he shoot Lao Ka Long in the face? Why did he do that? Um, yeah, I don't know. Kiryu, Maybe you could have like shot him in the leg or like I don't know. Well, I mean, actually, we know <laughs> if when you find out what this man's job is, it makes perfect sense why he shot Lao Ka Long in yeah, the face. Yeah, yeah um but uh then we kiryu's like it's you wait like is it you is it you and who who are you and why did you shoot daigo did you shoot daigo and nakahara and nakahara and then uh the man who looks exactly like kazuma says the (laughs) what does he he say argyle he says oh you're kiryu aren't you huh and then and then i'll just i'll just edit it in the uh I'll edit it in the line here where he says, Beautiful eyes. Eh? Like I had from my brother before. Beautiful eyes. Just like I heard from my brother before. So, first of all, the feel when you look exactly like your brother, but now, you're not. Now, I think we should clarify first, he says this in English. He says this in English. Sorry, I should specify. Uh, he says this in English, but, you know, it's a Japanese voice actor, so the English is 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 heavily accented. Um, it's fine. And this is not the only time a character speaks English in this game, and it always catches me off guard. Uh, when Paul Lim shows up in Yakuza 6, that <laughs> fucking destroyed me. 
<laughs> when uh, people start speaking English in this game, it's like, what? But uh, I guess uh, that's to show you. I, I mean, I, I guess that's to show you that he's where he's from, I guess. But yeah. I guess Kazuma has a brother and that Kazuma's brother uh, looked exactly like him, which is really funny because we also find out that they are not twins. Yeah, that's the wildest part about it is that they're not even twins. They just look they're exactly alike. They're not twins. Alike they're just two the brothers that look ex- the same mustache. The same mustache. They're probably the same voice actor. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely the same voice actor. Come on. Mm-hmm. And uh, why did God, why did why did this man kill Lao Ka Long? Why did he do that? Was he settling a score for his his brother? Maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe he was also, like, well, I don't want Lao Ka Long to come back. You know, like to. Yeah, I guess so. Also, I love like if he's Kiryu. not completely out of the picture, like he's going to continue causing trouble. I love Kiryu a lot, but beautiful eyes. Is that really is that what really what Kazuma said to his brother about his his his, his son? Beautiful eye. I mean, Kiryu's eyes are, are not like I just I don't think they're his defining feature. Usually like, when we hear about Kiryu's eyes, it's like, oh, you have the eyes of a Yakuza. He's got the I want to fight yeah, you. Like the eyes of, yeah, like he's he's got like really... He's got really intimidating eyes. He's got angry eyes. Like he, what if maybe maybe uh, this man should come up to? He should be on the roof and he should say, "Very big," <laughs> just like my brother told me before. Wide, tall. wide, large, huge. <laughs> wow, absolute unit. Like my brother told me before. <laughs> big chungus. <laughs> and that's the chapter. Uh, yeah, that's the end of the chapter. That's it. That's it. Um, so we've we've got another glimpse of we've we've seen Kazuma's brother. We don't know his name yet, but mm-hmm. we we see him and he killed Lao Ka Long, shot him in the face for questionable reasons. I I don't understand why. Um, Just like Muhammad and, Abdal, he got shot in the head and will never return. He did get shot in the head and he'll never come back. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't come back from getting shot in the head, Argyle. What the fuck are you talking about? You just don't. You just don't. Um, it's it's basically Yakuza's one way of confirming a kill. Yeah. Right? You yeah. you can get shot. Here you can get shot like four times. Whatever. Yeah. If you, And you get shot in a cutscene, you're going to die. If you get shot in the head in a cutscene, You're already it. dead. Yeah. Like, you're already yeah. dead. Yeah. Omaiwa Moshinderu. Um, next week. Big week for us, Argyle. It's, it's time. Five, we're nine chapters in. I think nine out of twelve. So mm-hmm. it's finally time to find find out the plot. Chapter nine, <laughs> the plot. The plot. I've just learned something very troubling, which is on the PS3 version. This chapter is actually called Chapter Nine: The Ruse. The Ruse. The Ruse, which is equally not a uh, not what I. Well, I guess that is kind of a better title. I mean, it's not the plot. The plot is is, is iconic and hilarious. Yeah. The cha- <laughs> It's it's not uh, the chapter title we've been hyping up for, like, four games now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, this is just chapter nine, the plot. This is chapter nine, Yakuza 3. Yeah, the yeah, like, when we talk about iconic chapter titles, you know, it's like chapter three, Funeral uh, of Fists. Funeral of like, Fists. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. The plot. Yeah, chapter nine, the plot. I love I love when the when the chapter titles are uh, are just fucking wheel spinning and they, they can't even, like, uh, squaring up. Getting ready, <laughs> taking stock, making plans, looking ar- yeah, making plans, and then it's just like <laughs> chapter nine, main story. <laughs> chapter nine, this is game where the goes real Yakuza here. Three begins. 
Yakuza 3 goes burr, burr, burr. <laughs> um, okay. Argyle, uh, that's the end of the chapter. And uh, we'll I, I understand you, you have something more for me. Mm-hmm. Is there something? Yes. Uh, well, I figured because we are, uh, we're so short in that uh, I could uh, perhaps interest you, attempt you in a, a couple rounds of hobbies, goals, and crimes. Yes. Our, uh, our oh, villains I was really hoping that's what it would be. Yes, in game. So I have a selection of four villains for you, three of which I know for a fact you know, and one of which is just the funniest thing I've seen in a while. Okay. Um, so if you do know it, you know it, and then if you don't know it, you don't. So um, right. I think I want to start with that one because it really makes me... Actually, I'm going to start with an easy one for you. Okay, okay. Um, so as always, for, for people who haven't, haven't listened in a while, we haven't played this game in a while, the way this game works is that we go onto Villains Wiki, the dumbest website I've ever seen, <laughs> and I just read the information on the right side where it gives all of the, st- like, stats. Mm-hmm. Um, we, and we go from, um, we, we go from, like, least obvious to most obvious, and that gives you the number of points. So it's like, I think it's like, I don't know, it's like seven points or eight points or whatever, and then you just subtract each, each time. Uh, you get a guess every every time so so i'm gonna start with an easy one for you someone actually now that i think about it i don't know i i don't know how familiar you are with this character but i i, I believe i believe you've got it through osmosis okay argyle this is a type of villain arch enemy okay any guesses um arch enemy uh bowser no you know Bowser's like something oh, like what, what uh, kind of what, what kind of media? Oh, this uh, is uh, this is a uh, this is from a a a an animated Japanese anime. Okay, an anime. This is like from one of my Japanese animes. I'll I'll, I'll lose the. Uh, okay, the, the, the you'll lose the the I like think it incredible. Starts at ten, and then it. And yeah, then I think that's if, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the way it works is we start at ten, and if you guess wrong, you lose two, and if you pass, you lose one. There we go. Mm-hmm. I've researched the rules. Yes. I, I went back in our fucking posting history. Yes. Um, okay, so you're down to nine points. Here's the crime. Down to eight points. Murder. Eight points. Murder. Treason. Identity theft. Invasion. Genocide. Terrorism. Mass destruction. War crimes. Holy shit. And <laughs> attempting to drop something on Earth. Oh, is this Char Aznable? Yeah! <laughs> Goddamn! All right, eight points for you. Hell yeah. Um, I just wanted to say a couple other funny things. Um, his hobbies are <laughs> piloting red mobile suits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and fighting Amuro Ray. That's his hobby. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just want to kick hobbies. back. Hobbies. You go I... home after a long day of work and you fight Amuro Ray and you get in your red mobile suit. Neither of those two things are things that he associates with his job. <laughs> yeah, after a long day. His. As after a long day of piloting red mobile suits and fighting Amuro Ray, there's nothing I like more than to unwind by piloting, piloting my red, red mobile, mobile suits, and, suits fighting and fighting Amuro Ray. Ray. Also, that's his hobby. Mm-hmm. Fighting Amuro Ray. Shit, I hate it. Um, it's just something also, I do to kill the time, you know. <laughs> I just love. Uh, here's his skills, by the way: mobile suit piloting, expertise in weaponry, speed. Yeah. That's true. He's three times faster. <laughs> Hand-to-hand okay. combat, yeah, high-level intellect, stri- strategy, charisma. He's very charismatic. Mastery of oration. Oh. He's a very good public speaker. I don't yeah. remember that, but okay. Manipulation, mastery of disguises, which means that he puts on a pair of sunglasses, a pair of sunglasses and no one knows who he is anymore. Off of his shirt. 
new type, which is one of his skills, I guess. That's, that's fair. And military yeah, yeah. training. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Those are that's that's about that's that's good. Okay, you got eight points. Um, I'm going to do the one that I don't know if you know who this okay. is, but the concept is really funny. Okay. Okay. What, what, what type of villain. From? This is from a this is from a movie. Okay. It is an animated movie. An animated movie. It is a very old movie. Very old animated movie. It's okay. like from not, it's from the 1970s. Okay. It's like a TV movie. All right. Very uh, type specific. of and it's it's also uh i'll give you a hint it's a it's a movie that we this joke is a like a a, a month out of date for okay <laughs> um type of villain elemental deity elemental he's a deity. frost he's an atronach oh okay this is jack frost from the fucking uh no. rankin bass movie nope nope no? crimes assault this assault. fucking bastard Salt from a a 1970s animated movie. It's an ice elemental. <laughs> this is not Jack Frost from the Rankin Bass movie. It's not Jack Frost from the Rankin Bass movie, no. Uh, do, do you want to take a pass? Guilty of assault. Yeah, let's pass. Guilty of I'm assault. Charged with assault. With, with a deadly weapon. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to pass Maybe it'll help one. you. So I'm, Maybe I'm it'll help seven you. seven points now. I can give you I can give you some hobbies. Yeah, sure, give me some hobbies. His hobbies include fighting with his stepbrother, being cold and dancing. <laughs> being cold dancing. He loves it. He loves to be cold and he loves to fight with his stepbrother. Are you saying this is not Ice Miser? It's Snow Miser. Not- oh, it is Snow Miser. That was my first guess. Snow- I said Jack Frost. I meant Snow Miser, whatever uh, his fucking name I is. just want to give you a couple more details. So it is Snow Miser from A Year Without a Santa Claus. Can I get and, my points uh, refunded for that? Uh, you 10? said Jack Frost, not Snow Miser. All right, Can't fine. I'll, I'll take um, my seven but and go We'll home. take your seven. 17 points. Uh, I just want to read some other I'm up really to 15 funny points. The no. reason I was obsessed with fighting with his stepbrother being cold and dancing. I'm also obsessed with occupation. This is his job is what he gets paid for. Controller of the cold. Um, his goals are to defeat his brothers and keep the weather cold. And my favorite part, his aliases, Mr. White Christmas, Mr. Cool, mm-hmm. Mr. Snow, Mr. Icicle, Mr. Ten Below. Yep. <laughs> There's a few others, but I just like that. It's the it's the lyrics of the song. Yeah, is, is the and of course, Heat Miser does also have a page that is almost exactly the same. Mr. Green yeah, but, Christmas, yeah, but list, Mr. Sun, yeah. Mr. Heat Blister, Mr. One One. I, I like that, that they put him much. in order. It's in order. It rhymes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of course. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> hobbies being too much. <laughs> Does it really say that? No, no. Sadly, oh, damn it. <laughs> okay, you're at 17 points. Um, 15 points. 15 point. Wait, 15. I thought you had 10. Oh yeah, eight, right, right. Eight from Char, eight plus seven, seven from Snow Miser. Okay. Um. I am going to do this one now. This one sucks. I hate this one. This one made me really mad. Um, I'm not going to give you the type of protagonist because it kind of gives it away. But okay. I will say I will start with some crimes. All optional. So you're not going to say what, what media is from? Oh, this is from a video game. Okay, video game. Um, and these are crimes. These are optional crimes. Take okay. your pick. Is this what you want? Mass murder, genocide, regicide, oh treason, assault, psychological abuse, trespassing, theft, disturbing the peace. <laughs> you know, I think genocide is a bit of a Regicide, disturbance of the genocide, peace. Genocide, disturbing the peace. From a video game. 
And this is something I know. <laughs> I think so. Hmm. Ganondorf? <laughs> no. No? Damn it. Ganondorf, you're disturbing the peace. Get out of here. Um, here are some powers skills. Uh, powers slash skills. <laughs> Indomitable will and soul manipulation, death negation, companion allegiance, absolute survivability, strong soul, child prodigy, temporal reload, event navigation, negation, infinite resurrection, self-resurrection, aim dodging, swordsmanship, knifemanship, gunsmanship, melee weapon usage, armor usage. Death negation. People probably are like screaming right now because they're like, oh my. Can you say say that list again? Mm Mm-hmm. There's one I left off because it gives it away. Um, Indomitable will, soul manipulation, death negation, companion allegiance, absolute survivability, strong soul, child prodigy, temporal reload, event negation, infinite resurrection, self-resurrection, aim dodging, swordsmanship, knifemanship, gunmanship. Yeah, did you get it? Is this this the protagonist of Undertale? Yes. (laughs) All optional. Crime's optional. Um, I wanted to read a couple other things that made me mad. Uh... Occupation ambassador, optional. Hobby, talking and hanging out with monsters. Killing everyone they come across. <laughs> uh, and the, the type of villain is genocidal protagonist, and I figured that might mm-hmm. that might give it away a little bit. Is that, is um, that eight points? That is eight points. 23. I'm going to look at, I'm going to look for one more because I just thought of it. But So we'll have two more to do because we have time. Um Dope. Let me just pull this one up because I think because I just thought about it and it would be really funny. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Wait. There we go. Please have a page. Please have a page. Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> though we'll save the best for last. Great. Okay. Um, this one is funny though. This one's an egotistical archenemy from a TV show, a Japanese cartoon. Okay. Anime egotistical. What was that? Egotistical archenemy. Egotistical arch enemy from an anime. Ooh. Deal? <laughs> you'll love you'll love it when you think that's your first guess when you find out who it is. <laughs> Crimes, theft, fraud, animal cruelty, poaching, espionage, terrorism, kidnapping, conspiracy, impersonation, stalking, and vandalism. Say that again? Theft, fraud, animal cruelty, poaching, espionage, terrorism, kidnapping, conspiracy, impersonation, stalking, and vandalism. Okay, is this Jesse and or James from It Pokemon? is James. God damn it. I think you, you're fucking good at this game. I was like, See, I thought, you're getting me back for doing Meowth the, the first time we did yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Um, just some other things. Um, hobby? See, this is, sounds like a hobby is collecting and making bottle caps. Do you know anything about this? I can't say that I, I do. I've never heard of this. James is um, a very multifaceted character. <laughs> I've had twenty James. years to develop him. So, do you know? Do you know their names in Japanese? I can't say I do. It's uh, I think Jesse is Musashi, I think, and James is Kojiro, and Meowth is 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 Nyasi or 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 translated Nyarth, which is really funny. Nyarth, <laughs> Nyarth. Um, yeah, the, that's one. And then okay, here's our last one, saving the best for last. Um, this is a character from literature. Oh. And, uh, this is a psychotic serial killer. Watch out. Psychotic serial killer from literature. <laughs> <laughs> and I should know this. You will absolutely know who this is. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass on this one. I'm going to give you some powers and skills because they're the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> powers and skills. Murder methods. Enhanced reflexes. Hand-to-hand combat prowess. Knifemanship. <laughs> this is maybe the funniest three words I've ever read in my life. Parkour capabilities, parentheses, possibly. <laughs> That's our title. There it is. Got to write that down so I don't forget that. Parkour capabilities, possibly. Possibly. Who could possibly say, we don't know what this character is capable of. All I know is that it's maybe a chance. And if this psychotic serial killer is doing parkour, then we better watch out because he could be anywhere at any time. With the most efficient, the most efficient movement from point A to point B. Knife I continue. No, there's more. No. Okay. Enhanced strength, peak athleticism. He's at the top of his class. Inhuman stamina, manipulation, charisma, enhanced speed and senses. Great stealth. Great? Good stealth. Oh Inhuman durability and killing instincts. Good lord. This guy can do anything. He's He could maybe, we're not, no, jury's still out on whether he's good at parkour. No one knows. Huh. I'm, this is really stumping me. Uh, I'm trying to think of books that I've read. You're going to be really mad when you find out who it is because I'm of what I'm being required to describe as literature. <laughs> okay. You'll, you'll understand. Um, shall I continue? Let me... I think I want to take a guess on this one. Okay. Hmm. Just to know that whoever this person is, they may be able to do parkour. We're they not might, sure. They might. We're not... We, Watch it's a out. possibility. A distinct possibility. Uh, no, actually, I'm going to pass again. Okay. Um, I think I've got about two more before I, it goes to the giveaways, but let's mm-hmm. see. Um, hobby, killing people, <laughs> drinking. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. You know, this character, after a long day of killing, <laughs> likes to indulge in some killing and also killing going and to drinking. hang out at the bar. Having a, having a couple brewskis with After the bros. Doing all those things. Be really good at knife tricks. Uh, maybe doing, being good pa- maybe at parkour. Doing parkour. No one can be sure. people. Sk- skills and just like it's good stealth. Great stealth. Uh, yeah, great stealth. Like a like a four out of five in stealth. Fuck. The psychotic serial killer. Maybe this will help you if I give you an occupation. Unless you want to take a guess. I can keep going. No, nothing. I've got nothing. Okay. All right. Here's one that might help you. And then uh, I will give you some, I'll give you a choice. <clears throat> Occupation, high school student, formerly serial killer. High school student. <laughs> you know, how many of us, you know, many, most of us were a former high school student, actually. So I don't know if this helps that much. I think most characters from things over the age of 18 would have that attached to their, uh, their occupation. Uh, <laughs> i don't know i don't know okay well it? let's see we'll see we'll see uh let's uh let's see i can give you i'm gonna give you some goals okay okay <laughs> <laughs> goals end as many lives as possible ongoing succeeded thus far <laughs> so far so good sure Kill his family. Mostly succeeded. I don't know how you can mostly succeed. Either you succeed or you don't. Um, <laughs> All of you kill like three out of four, you know, that's... Make 
Make Jane Arkansas a killer like him. Succeeded. Good job. 10 out of 10. Maybe this one will give it away to you. Kill kill Randy, Troy, and Keith for what they have done to him. Succeeded. Argyle, come on. People are screaming at you. Randy, Troy, and Keith? Randy, Troy, and Keith. Psychotic serial killer. High school student. Parkour, possibly. Jeff the Killer? It's Jeff the Killer! I'm sorry. I'm not as. It's okay. I'm I'm not as. Well, you got it. On my uh, Mar- marinara lore. My marinara. I uh, I should also say uh, the the nicknames are pretty funny. Which is uh, Jeff. Jeff the kill. Jeff is his alias. You know his name. Jeff. The name Jeff of his mm-hmm. the, the one that's his name. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. What is this? Jeff the killer's most famous quote. And there's a fucking play clip button. One <laughs> second. Uh oh. I don't like that. Can I download that and put that in the episode? Yes, I can, and I will. Oh, God. Everyone's going to hear that. I want to hear it. I want to hear it so I can maybe veto it. (laughs) You'll like it. Here, I'll send it to you. I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. Oh, my God. Fuck. It'll be a delight. This website keeps giving. It's an og. It's a dot og. How did this happen? How do I download this so I can put it in the... How do I ever download this? <laughs> I, I need it. I need it for myself. <laughs> oh my I need God. the quote. I need the quote Alias to put it in the Alias Joker episode. Reject. Yeah, Joker Reject was what I was gonna what I was gonna say. I need Jeff the Killer.org. Go to sleep.org so I can I can put it in the audio. I don't need I need it. Well, I, like I don't know how to get it. I'm sorry, again, I don't know Jeff the Killer lore. I'm not as up-to-date on Nightmare and Air as I really should mm-hmm. be. But I can go to the Jane Arkansas's page, or Jane the Killer, or Jane Everlasting. And she's, she just looks like a normal, like, teenager. Yeah, just a regular. Both succeeded at making, like, him. I like these sections for Jeff the Killer. I guess she, relations. Didn't, she didn't have a thing of bleach poured on her face. No, no, no. I like relations. Jane the Killer. Slender man. <laughs> <laughs> I need yeah. to figure out how to get this audio into our episode. Um, maybe I'll talk to my brother or something. Maybe he would know how to record straight off the website. Anyways, that's that's Hobby Skills and Crimes. Uh, we played it for longer than the, the we talked about the chapter. That's okay. Um, Joker reject. I oh, parkour capabilities possibly. <laughs> All right. Um, a, let's a little, a little menu. I know. And you can press download. Yeah, you can press download, but you can't, it doesn't do anything. It just redirects you to the page. Um, Uh, Okay. I think we should answer some questions and then wrap this up. Uh, If you have a question for us, you can join our Discord server. um, And you can join it and then ask us a question in our Dolce de Postcard channel. Um, Let's see. We've got lots of questions this week. Um, here's one that says, here's one from, I'm going to go down the thing, which, uh, here's one from discord user chaos. who says, what kind of Gundam would Kiryu you have? I don't hmm. think Kiryu needs one. I don't think <laughs> Kiryu could pilot the Gundam. I'm going to be honest. I don't think he has the tech, uh, the technical skills for it. Well, I mean, if it's like, uh, if it's like G Gundam. So in G Gundam, they wear something called a mobile trace suit. Is it like, is just, it like a... It's a layer like of the, latex that goes on over your body, and then the Gundam just mimics what you do in the, in uh, the suit. I was, I was wondering if they would ever... It's not, he's not at the, the controls. I suppose so. I mean, 
I'm not, I've only watched a bit of Zeta Gundam and Mobile Suit Gundam, so I only know about the shitty ones from, from MSG, um, mm. the, like, all of the Xeon mm. ones. There, there's some good ones, but, like, like I'm not gonna say that Kiri's in the fucking Zock. <laughs> I mean, I, he's I in think, the yeah, I, I think, obviously, he's in a mobile fighter, you know, from Yeah, from for sure, for sure. If he's, um, go- yeah. I think something may be similar to the Shining or the Burning Gundam, uh... Uh, I think like, it's got to be one a, of those a like, very big... a very like martial arts uh, focused one. Yeah, I also like that there's some that are very big and wide, like Wilson Fisk. Maybe one of those would be suitable for him. Mm, yeah, is there any like dragon themed Gundam out there? There is. There is literally one called Dragon Gundam NG Gundam. Mm-hmm. It's piloted by uh, the neo Chinese. Uh, oh, fighter does, is it racist? Sai Sai Shi. No, it's actually very good. I like. Oh, it. okay. We like the dragon. I th- I've heard here, that G Gundam gets racist sometimes. It does, but the the main cast are pretty all right, and Sai Sai she's one of those. Um, okay. And um, but I don't know. I don't think it's that fitting for Kiryu, even if it's dragon themed. I mean, it's themed. got like big stretchy arms. It's more of a like a, a Sun Wukong sort of thing. Mm, very like nimble. Uses, yeah, it's uses, raw uh, power. Like, extendable staffs. You know, yeah. That's why I'm, I'm mm. leaning more towards the uh, the Neo Japan, like the Shining Gundam or Burning Gundam, yeah. which are that more seems like just a good choice. Uh, martial arts. Yes. Uh, like uh, here's one karate. Here's one um, from Discord user Phaser Phalon, who says maybe an obvious question: Who has the most beautiful eyes in the franchise? And uh, and uh, if you are in a Discord server, you can use our our beautiful emojis. And I answer this question with an emoji. It's Onomichi Okun, <laughs> obviously. He's got Rikia a charming Hasaku has face. Some very nice Ob- eyes. Rikia has some nice eyes. Um, <laughs> uh, disc- uh, friend of the show Dan listened to uh, listened to all of Dan's podcasts, such as Sonic Shuffle. Says uh, make up a di- the podcast, which will be on later this month. Make up a doppelganger version of yourself. Uh, what? Do they, why do they look like you, and how are they fundamentally different? Um, my doppelganger, uh, I mean, in true nature of the show, would be uh, a brother, um, and he looks exactly like me. And he uh, watches a TV show called Kylex Y, but the difference is that he doesn't like the Fast and the Furious movies. He has no oh, interest in watching them. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, my, mine is... Uh, it looks like me. He is. Uh, he, he is just trying to uh, take over my life and be, become me. And uh, He never sits in his truck. Podcast. He never sits in his truck. He owns a, he a hates car. sitting in his truck. Yeah. Yeah. He has a yeah. he has a very small compact car and he he doesn't mm-hmm. even like sitting in it either. Mm-hmm. He likes to stand next to it. <laughs> he likes to pose next to it and take pictures of himself. Uh he is different. Uh he he's very mean, whereas I'm not. I am not be known as the mean one anywhere on any podcast. He's very good to play he's not he's very mean, but he's also a very effective teammate in Left 4 Dead. Just mm. like just he's, perfectly he's, he's on very, task. He's a great team player in uh, games such as Left 4 Dead 2. Uh-huh. Just to, um, just to name one, just you know, just to pluck one out of the air, you know, for no reason. Here's one from uh, Discord user The Rolling Star. He says, Would you rather fight a hundred duck sized Kiryus or one horse sized Rikia? I feel like whoever wins we lose in that case, Argyle, but keep in mind that the horse-sized Rikia would let loose a blood-curdling Aniki if you even take a Aniki! step away from him. Yeah, imagine, I imagine yeah. that sound reverberating through like a, a, a barrel chest from a horse-sized Rikia. 
Horse size Rikia, I mean, horses can be anywhere from pony size to like a plow horse. Like the horse well, is so well, fucking yeah, big let's, that you let's let's go. We'll, on the we'll give him the upper you know. upper end of a horse. Big Rikia versus a, I mean, a hundred yeah, duck well, size Kiryu like is like here. You know, a hundred duck size Kiryu's is like that might be more dangerous than oh, that's far more one, dangerous. One Kiryu size Kiryu. Mm-hmm. I think I'd take my chances with the duck size or the horse size Rikia, but. The problem is, I mean, I actually have an answer to this. Um, I keep, I don't know, my brain keeps, <laughs> my brain keeps misunderstanding the question. And I keep thinking, Kiryu, but he's a duck, and Rikia, but he's a horse. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just ride the Rikia. <laughs> then he can't attack me. But I, I keep forgetting, he's not, he's not, he's not a horse. He's the size of a horse. Also, but I think the answer can, still like, stands. You off. They can do, I'll they just can jump, do I'll just jump on his back and ride him around town. Mm-hmm. Then he won't even be able to say Aniki. A hundred duck-sized curious would fuck you up, though. Oh yeah, no, that's you're done. Yeah, um, like here's like one. five of them all picking up a bicycle like together mm-hmm. and then swinging it at you. Oh Christ! Yeah, they're working in a team. It's like the wonderful one hundred and one. Curious yeah. fucking doing <laughs> unite morphs. Unite <laughs> bike. The wonderful one double O. Oh no! Unite gun. Yeah. I was thinking like, yeah, they had one of them is like the Olimar, and he's throwing them around like Pikmin. But no, oh, yeah, wonderful one hundred and one is more yeah. maybe a more apt comparison here. <laughs> wonderful one double O. good game. Uh, that game Everybody fucking play rules. wonderful one hundred and one. Wonderful one hundred and one is like one of the best games, and it's also one of the only games that I've ever played where I thought it was like so good, but I almost kind of wish there was less of it, just because. It just felt like a bit too long. It's one of the longer platinum games out there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, here's one from Discord user Scott Hilder. Hope I said that right. That says, bad chapter to ask this for. I think this was last week's chapter, actually. Yeah, this was the last one. Um, what with the dated graphics and shirt ripping, but do y'all know of any other video game franchise that pays such lavish attention to different fabrics and their precise reflective properties? Much love, Ectermal. Eckertmol, Eckertmol, at Eckertmol. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, when I, I I thought about this when they first asked it, um, I think uh, like Uncharted is very really known for its graphical fidelity and like paying really close. Yeah, Naughty Dog. I I I see you. Know, people would be like, people would post online like, "Whoa, look at him give Last away. of Us Two with the that that is the one thing that is the one thing I don't give a shit about like the top of the line graphics or like super super like detailed uh, oh like, yeah you, you are you are physics. known like I, clothes to get wet in video games i am of one track mind which is if i get in the water in a video game my clothes should be wet they should um, be wet to the point at which they are in the water and they should dry slowly mm-hmm. it is it is genuinely something that has been a like it was something that i was a, as a child like mad about in games i was like why do you go in the water and you come out dry and then i played twilight princess and that's the first game i ever played where a character goes in the water and their clothes get wet and Mm. i as a kid it legitimately blew my mind i was like oh my god link gets wet and for no other reason that's why you give every naughty dog game 10 out of 10 a 10 out of 10 yeah because like nathan drake's jeans i don't care i don't like i genuinely dislike those games but or the, you the have plots to being recognize like or like the game the like the conditions of the yeah. workers being under or yeah being the crunch atrocious. the crunch 
uh, 10 out of 10 um, because of clothes. I like hope that. that, like, when little boy Tom Holland plays, like, little Nathan Drake in the movie where he's, like, a little guy. He, he walks up to his waist. He walks some to water. some water, and, yeah, and he and then the, the camera zooms way in on his jeans. Like, his ankles are, are wet and his shoes are wet, and then they dry slowly. <laughs> this sounds mm. like a fetish. <laughs> it really does. This sounds, yeah, this sounds like something that, this sounds like one of those things that someone posts online, like, could I... Could you make a video where Tom Holland goes up to his ankles in water and we see it dry slowly? <laughs> it's like I don't know what you're getting out of this, but YouTube sure. channels, YouTube channel, <laughs> wet clothes in video games that dry slowly. A sister channel to <laughs> Men in dudes, Trouble or men whatever. In trouble, yeah. Dudes in trouble. Men in water. <laughs> men, men, men wet with clothes. Parentheses slowly drying. Sexual. <laughs> not sexual it's not, not sexual. weird it's it's, it's just not. something i was interested in as a child no <laughs> it's not okay it's not uh, like that it's just fun <laughs> um, another, another no. game i thought of was uh the resident evil remakes oh I yeah played oh, like seven yeah. or eight but like resident evil 2 like uh mm, yes like leon's uh uniform and everything like i i think mm-hmm. about the details on all of that and every you know everybody yeah. else of course anytime uh, like, I, I in a video the game a person like extremely good Anytime in a video game someone like tears a cloth off of a car or something, and it looks so good. I love Ooh. that shit. Um, last one from this. Uh, this is a big question. I don't know if I have an answer to it. And also, we've all uh, seen the like the those Nintendo like high res like renders of like Mario and Luigi and everything, where you can mm-hmm. see the pores. Oh on Christ! Their face. Yeah, you can see the pores, and you when can see like, like each every single thread in the hat, like, each fiber the of their denim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are pretty crazy. To be honest, uh, but I don't want to see Mario's pores, and I don't want to think about the fact that he's got a skull in there. You ever think about that? <laughs> Mario's got a skull. It's in there. It's I in think there. we probably see it in some video. Probably it's at least in one video game, he gets electrocuted, and you see the skeleton. Super Mario Broth would have the answer to this. I think you do. Like, don't you? Don't you? Doesn't he become transparent if you get like electrocuted in Odyssey or something? Maybe. Must be. And this one's from. I mean, you uh, can also dis- just get the skeleton costume and run around as bones. Right. He does have bones. Here's the last question of the week from uh, Gamer Lukey on Discord, who says, "What is your favorite heat move across all Yox games?" I gotta say, Argyle, it's definitely the one where Kiryu stands in ankle deep water and his pants get wet, <laughs> and then we see them dry slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I fucking love the Saijima snow snowman one. Oh yeah, from five that that one. The the five has some funny. very. Oh, you know what actually is my favorite one is uh, I don't even actually know how to trigger this heat move. It's the one from Lost Judgment, where the guy just gets kidnapped by some yakuza in a car. That the yeah, that's in the original Judgment as well. Um, yeah, yeah, you can only do that at like the intersection of Shichifuku Street. Uh, that that one's really funny. Um, uh, Judgment has a lot of good ones. Yeah, like the the one on the swing. Swing set uh, is good. Five has yeah some of the more wild ones like the one with uh, super glue that Kiryu can do. That one's the really, Mikan really funny. one in Yakuza Zero is also a classic. You Mikan? stuff an orange in there or not? Oh the, yeah, uh, the yeah, the Mandarin orange one. Yeah, that one. That That's one from one. Zero and Kiwami. Uh, also, the one where you th- it only works if you throw them over the edge of the bridge when a boat is going under. And they like end up on the boat. It's or not. Whatever. It doesn't have to be when a boat's going over. It's just if you do it off the right side of the right bridge. In oh, I always thought because the boats do pass over, and 
I always thought that you had to do it when the boat was coming. It's, it just has to be in the right spot, and they'll always do it. Um, mm, yeah, okay. and they'll fall on his nuts. There's one in six where a, a similar one where you can throw them onto a, a passing train. Uh, <laughs> Lots of good ones. Uh, I think Kiwami I think uh, has a lot of good ones with the with the townspeople. With the, like there's yeah, essence the... of sadism where you, you spank them. Uh, I like essence of hot pot a lot where you throw the hot pot mm-hmm. on their head and then fucking fling the lid at their face there's one there's one uh in in this one where kiryu takes the beer crate and he puts it on the top of their head and he swats it and it spins around and around and around yes. and around and around and i don't even know what's supposed to be hurting them when he does it but it's very funny you, you can continue to do that for like fully 30 seconds if you do that yeah and then he, and then he just right. does That's like a three big... four and five it's really funny yeah it doesn't make any sense what is he doing <laughs> what's hurting there i mean i'm sure it's not comfortable but it's not like humiliating them yeah it's embarrassing some good ones. That that's the end of it. I, that's all our questions. We've cleared out a backlog, and look, hey, our guy, we went for an hour and eight minutes. Oh, uh, we have. I think there is one question that we haven't answered. Do we miss from, one? From oh, Rue. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Discord user Rue says, uh, "Which of the wildly janky walk cycles in three is your favorite?" As a bonus question, do you wish Kiria uh, Rikia had the hand holding function like Haruka does? You got to make sure he's not getting lost. Yes, he's gonna I get kidnapped if you let go. Uh, it's the children. Cycles. It's the it's the like Haruka is like I'm going now, and then she just takes the world's <laughs> biggest <laughs> steps. Uh, I have a lot of affection for the old people walk cycle. I like that one a lot. That's a good one. I Where do love like, that one too. Yeah, they're like stooped over and holding their back. Yes, good one. Um, okay, that's all of our questions. Let's uh, yeah. let's wrap this up, shall we? Uh, thank you all very normal, much for listening to length. a normal length episode where we talked about the game for all of 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find all of our episodes at yakuzapod.com, and we're on Twitter at Kamarocho, excuse me, at Kamarocho Radio. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rex Argyle, you are on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk, and find you on hey. YouTube at ASM Argyle. Yes, that is A-S-M-R-G-Y-L-E. <laughs> yes, a real YouTube channel that really exists. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you want to listen to other I'm, I'm gonna... <laughs> Damn it. Uh, if you, you like our shows and you want to listen to more of them, you can find me on Kylex Y, a show currently about Kylex Y season four fan fiction we'll by Olg G called Kylex Y the Untold Story. And uh, boy, oh boy, does it uh, make me a bit, a bit, a bit mad. Um, and you can also listen to Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast. The next episode should be out right around the time of this episode, and it's about Hades nuts. Hades nuts. And then uh, the special episode that's been teased for uh, over yeah, a year we'll, now. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about It'll that. Possibly uh, happen. Yeah. Should be the next episode where, well, we'll, we'll see when we see. And I need to actually brainstorm some more ideas. I still have a notes thing on my phone with a couple of ideas but i, I, I believe I we're more. going to actually take listener suggestions for that Ooh, episode okay um argyle where can we find you well, tell us you you already told them about my twitter but you can also well, listen what's the to the show me you're on on pot of greed that's pod of greed it is about Yu-Gi-Oh gx currently we're uh in season three uh i am getting a little frustrated with the dub at this point i'm sorry to <laughs> say oh, uh ah jeez yeah, they they have just like completely uh, thrown in the towel. They just do not care anymore, which is funny, and but also like a, a little you bit. Wish like, come the, on. Yeah, you wish that they would put the fucking effort in. Uh, but it, no. it's it's really just like they have dug themselves into a hole with how much they have mischaracterized everything. 
and now they're in season three and they're like well fuck it's too late to fix it so we're just gonna fuck it uh so yeah you can listen to that uh, you can yep. also since we talked about gundam i'll talk about uh wow cool robot i guessed it on guest hosted along with uh audrey on the season about g gundam ah g gundam Oh, gee, Gundam. Oh, Kiryu, I haven't been in the game in a little while. Oh, I got stuck in the bathroom. I haven't been in the game since last chapter. Oh, man. Oh, man. They're not going to pay me my wages. Um, You can, uh, and we're also hosted on the Noise Space Podcast yeah. Network. Lots of uh, great shows on Noise Space. You can listen to Nandoroi's Nightmare Nera for lots of Jeff the Killer content. Unlike me, you can listen to. I will listen to it. I strongly recommend listening to the Blood Whistle episode. The Blood Whistle episode of classic is so funny. If you're if you're an old Retsu Prey head like uh, myself Mm -hmm. and Jordan here, you'll probably love that one. Uh, I think I'm going to play more of this game. This game is a monstrous machination <laughs> from hell itself and whatever man, woman, and child I must protect the game from of my untimely demise. Anyways, uh, you can listen, listen to, to Forward Forward ReZero. That's FWD, FWD, RE0. The, the word, not the, the number. Yeah. Uh, it's extremely listen. hard to find, but if you find it's, it, you should listen. Yeah, to if you it. find it's it, it's, just go to the Noise Space website. And if you just like go to the Noise Space website, yeah, that's probably the best way to do it. ReZero is fucking good. Um, ReZero is good. You can the listen, podcast is good. You can listen to Last Recommendation of the Week. You can listen to Zero to Zero, which is more or less at this point a, uh, a DCEU <laughs> movie podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not what it always they, they was, but that's what it is. About Shazam. Yeah, good. Uh, now they're going to talk about um, about Birds of Prey next episode. Birds yeah. of Prey? Yeah, that's what it's called. Yep. Um, okay, that's it for this week. Thank you all very much for listening. Next week we get to finally find out what the plot is of the game. Yay! Yay! Yay. Right. Um, well, tune in next time. Thank you all for listening. And as always, Kiwami, Kiwami means, means extreme. extreme. Did you also now say I'm going to pop- cut you off? I did, but now I'm going to go do some parkour. Possibly. Go. Oh, bye. I'm doing a backflip, maybe. Who knows? Let's get it